This is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by my awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators from Buffalo, New York. We have Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know as they're waiting for Galaxy's Edge? Maybe, maybe not. Well, they'll be waiting for quite a long time if they're waiting for Galaxy's Edge. Only, uh, 40... I don't know. 41 days? 40... 44 days? And how many parsecs? Is, uh, it's a parsec unit of, unit of time or distance. You know, that I don't know. I'm uh, I'm fairly certain it's a unit of distance, and my knowledge of this is based off the argument that was made on Family Guy. Mickey Dude fans, tweet us. Let us know what you think on this subject. And with that said, we have also joined by, from Washington, D.C. at the moment, Joe Quattrochi. Uh, that's a big negative. I'm still in New Jersey right now, but uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, not not quite yet there, Dave. Uh, but how is uh, the sunshine? Yeah, the sunshine state treating you? Say that three times fast. Say it once. Sunshine state is treating me well. So, nice. That latitude so, is good for you, my friend. So changes in latitude, changes in attitude. That's right. Well done, sir. Exactly. Hmm. All right, and before we get on topic, let's have a word from our sponsors. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC resale market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? 
Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Thanks, Pat. All right, gentlemen. So it's been a while since we've uh, visited our uh, series, a six-pack. We've done the Magic Kingdom so far, and we've done Disney's Hollywood Studios. We have not hit what most people consider the adult park. We have not hit Epcot yet. So with that, our six-pack tonight is an Epcot six-pack. What's a six-pack, listeners, you might ask? A six-pack is our six things that we pick for a person visiting Walt Disney World during a very busy time like now, which, by the way, is uh, prime Brazilian tourist season, and you can hardly walk in the park without uh, tripping over one of them. And with that said, you're not going to be able to do everything in the park. So what we do is we recommend our six things one in the category of must-do e-ticket, two, secondary attraction, three, a snack, four, a restaurant, be it quick service or table service, and finally, five and six, a diversion. Anything else? Miscellaneous, you want to add something else in? Epcot, you want to add one of the movies in? Those will all be considered diversions. Sound good, gentlemen? Sounds good, Dave. Excellent. As I cough up a lung. Yeah, don't do that. You need those, apparently. Apparently, the Florida weather has not been good to me. You sound fantastic, man. I mean, I thought I was nasally. My wife tells me that all the time. (laughs) You're just putting me to shame right now. There are flowering trees everywhere. And... I got outside and there was a, a layer of pollen, two inches thick, on my car. Every day, I'm every day I'm going over to the car wash and just uh, taking the, taking the chamois mop and just trying to uh, scrub my windshield. And uh, I'm fighting a losing battle because I can barely breathe. But it's a, it's amazing what happens when you leave the borough of Queens. Yeah. So we're gonna press on because the show must go on. So with that said. Gentlemen, we're going to start with our e-ticket attractions on our six-pack. What is the must e-ticket? You must tell somebody they got to do if they go to Epcot. Chuck, we're going to start with you. Well, this one's going to be pretty easy as far as I'm concerned. Um, The e-ticket at Epcot is going to be Test Track. It is the only ride at that park where there's really a thrill and then you also get the enjoyment of building your own car that makes no actual outcome or difference on anything um, in the queue. So even though you're waiting a little bit, it doesn't really feel like it. Plus, this is the one thing that's going to get up to, you know, sometimes 200, uh, 10 minutes, which, my God, that's a long time. Um, so that's the best use of your uh, fast pass that I'm assuming that you're getting or it's also the best use of your time because the the car doesn't bow like uh, the Eiffel Tower does in some of the other e-ticket attractions. I'm looking at you, Soren. Yeah, this one's kind of uh, a no-brainer. So 
Sorry, Joe. What's yours? Well, I, I was going to say test track too. I'm, I'm going to come up with something else as well. But yeah, test track. I always say this uh, test track at night is one of my favorite things to do right before yep. eliminations. Yep. Uh, you get a nice summer evening or a nice fall evening. You're going around 64 miles an hour around the front of uh, uh, the test track pavilion. It's a lot of fun. It's great. Uh, but since Chuck already talked about that, I'm going to go with the second one, which until Guardians of the Galaxy comes online. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Soren because, again, not really because of the um, attraction itself, but love the queue. Uh, I love like I actually feel like playing those games in the queue, like the trivia games. I love the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you're not going to get the thrill, but Soren just feels very, still feels very Epcotty. It's because it's, it's an original attraction, I believe. It's no, not an, no, it's not an, it, no, it's, no. It is an original. It's not an IP. Oh, okay. So you that's, don't mean an original attraction no. to the park. No, I understand yeah. it came from California Rich, but it's not an IP. So to me, it feels original Walt Disney yeah, World-ish. Yeah, but Joe, you got to be a little more specific with that. That one, you kind of threw me on that, too. But I okay, see what yeah, you're going with. Yeah, okay, you, be, you understand what I'm saying. Like, it's it's not a, you're not getting a character from a movie. It's very uh, Epcot-y. It's very Disney-like, old school, like where they just came up with an idea. I mean, I know it came out from California Adventure. I understand that, but you kind of know what I'm saying. So... If you're not gonna be able to do test track, you got to do Soren. It's you either go left or right when you're going into the spine of you know future world. You can either turn left, turn right. So since Chuck went left, I'm gonna go right. I'll say Soren then. Um, it's just a great attraction. I mean, besides the screen bowing, if you get on the the one side, but the lines aren't too bad lately. Uh, that third theater definitely makes a difference. Um, like I said, love the soundtrack, love putty, love putting the ears underneath your seat. Uh, I still got to kick out of the little safety spiel. Um, you know, I, I loved living with Atlanta. I love that whole pavilion too. So, I mean, uh, the land pavilion, excuse me. So, uh, be, yeah, Soren is just, it's, it's a great attraction. Love the soundtrack. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. Not, not really too original there, but, you know, they're, no, they're well, two, two of the big two, you know. Well, is, nice work, pal. Well, that's the question right there. Is Epcot original anymore? No. No. Well, no, it's not. I, it's not, but that that's as close as you're going to get to original. It's an original. Well, like I said, I'm going to preface that because it came from California eventually. It's an original Disney Imagineering idea. Okay. So that kind of that kind of makes sense, right? Yes, I, I, I get what you're talking about now. Will you allow that, sir? Will you allow that answer? I was satisfied with your answer at the beginning. The only right. thing that threw me off was original is you're talking about things that were in the park from the day one. Swan was not in the park from no, day no, one. No, yeah, no, obviously That no. was where Kitchen Cabaret was. Let's that was a fantastic a, attraction, yes, by the way. Let's have Agreed. a uh, moment of silence for Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit. Veggie Fruit Fruit. Okay, enough of that. You know, real quick, isn't it? Is that technically, is that rumor still true that they've actually, um, Food Rocks, that which was was the reiteration after, isn't it boarded up? Isn't it technically still there? No, there's no way. It, okay. But it wasn't a, so, um, what I can tell you is the uh, fire schematics of the building still says Kitchen Cabaret. So the theater is kind of still there. It's just boarded off somewhere that nobody knows where it is. If it's actually still in the building, I'm going to assume no, but they, but paperwork-wise, it still exists. All right. No idea what that means, but we'll, we'll take that and run with it. All right. It's on, it's on a map. Yeah. It's on a map. Maps top, it still shows up. It doesn't say it doesn't say Soren. All right, with that said, I am going to go and uh, I'm gonna break from fast pass tradition and I'm gonna instead of uh, going with the tears, I'm gonna consider 
a tier two and eats ticket. And that's... I'm going to object Why? more than like. I'm going to say Spaceship Earth. That's not an e-ticket. Objection. Oh, come on. It is the weenie of the park. You walk in, it's staring at you. Your is the castle an e-ticket? If, if there was an attraction, yes. <laughs> My argument is going to be overheard because Dave's currently dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's not an e-ticket. I understand it should be, and by all means... Full well, disclosure, this will be one of my secondary attractions, but it's not an e-ticket. Well, now you have to change it, and that was the point. I mean, I had to... That's bull. What else do I got? I have Soren. Not, not Soren. I have Frozen. I'm not uh, going, no, I with, would, I'm not going I, with Frozen. I will allow Dave to have... E- I will allow that. Yeah. It, it, it's Spaceship Earth. It's, it's the... It's... It's Spaceship Earth. I'm not going to I mean, go okay, with there, the vomit factor. There is, there is Spaceship Earth. It has a behavior named after it. It has the Spaceship Earth effect. When you walk into the park, boom, everybody goes to Spaceship Earth. It has That's an effect. That's not a behavior. That's a very, it's a, definitely a behavior. The Spaceship Earth effect, you've never heard of that. No. I have. Dave, have you ever heard of the of Spaceship Earth effect? Have you ever heard of the Alan Parsons project? Yes, I have. Okay, very good then. Okay, so... Um, Dave, I will allow it as the uh, tie-breaking judge here. I will allow you to have spaceship Earth. I appreciate. It. I would Thank like you, to Joseph. vote that we move from a democracy to a dictatorship, where I am in charge. Overrule. Well, two of the three overrule that. So there you go. I mean, listen, the amount of attractions, Chuck. Seriously, he is allowed to choose from since he's going third. It's pretty We're limited. We're really going to run out of attractions for these secondary. Well, I already okay. have. There's still I have mine. So, Remember, right, you know, though, right, we're, this we're is good. this is all subjective. So I actually welcome this little uh, banter, even though Chuck is wrong. But that's always the case. So Spaceship Earth, fantastic ride, not an e-ticket. That oh, is great. Though. All right. So here's my reasoning for Spaceship Earth. Have you ever just walked in and just marveled at the fact that that's a building? I say it all the time. I'm like, I can't believe this is a building, even when I'm alone. As people are passing by and they look at me like I have 10 heads, I'm like, I point up. I'm like, hey, that's an actual building. I'm actually more in, in, intrigued by how the way they built the um, uh, the drainage system. So, like, actually no water drips off of it. It all is collected. Yeah. And, and that's, that was, that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. That was the case. For some reason, that's not the case anymore. There's a spot now when it rains. That thing is pooling. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. even listen after uh, thirty-seven years of drainage, I think yeah. you know it is one of those things that they do have to fix. But unfortunately, that that effect is not uh, taking shape at the moment. But uh, did you ever see that that old video, Dave, of, of the um, it's old promo of the Mickey Mouse sitting on top of the yes. Space Earth? The, and I was so I was listening to the Retro Disney World podcast, um, and just to give those guys a shout out, awesome show. They have no affiliation with us, but you learn a lot from them. Uh, and I guess there was what happened was is Mickey Mouse was actually tethered by like two like sets of ropes when he was up there doing that to make sure he didn't fall off. There's actually a, a escape hatch up there. And that's how they got him up there or something like that. Yep. They actually that's, tell you about it uh, during the Undiscovered Future World Tour also. Which which I am doing this fall with my wife. I'm so oh, looking nice. forward. Yes, I'm looking forward. Which it's funny. We are booked in September to do that. And I think all of future worlds going to be ripped out. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that's going to work when they're going to be demolishing all of interventions and everything in the front. It's like, what are you going to show us? <laughs> so going to be interesting. Hmm. And before we move on to our secondary attraction, 
I want to give our friends over at Upsets Apparel a shout out. They're doing our wonderful graphics for these uh, shows. Uh, they have some really awesome looking Disney themed t-shirts that uh, you guys really should uh, check out. Show them some love. We'll tweet out their uh, T Public store and uh, tell them Nicky Dude sent you. All right, so I let it, I let you guys go first. Chuck's still through a tantrum, so I'm going to overall and on my secondary attraction, I'm going to go first because, hey, I'm running the show here. So, and plus, I'll be able to take a break from talking. So, any guess of which mine's going to be? Frozen. No. Living with the land. Nope. Well, I think we've oh, just oh, all no. gone then. Well, Figment. Of course. I should have known that. And well, Figment's that's reality. Exactly. Journey into they've... imagination when, with Figment is definitely going to be my uh, secondary attraction. Is it the best attraction out there? No. No, it's not. Why am I doing it? Because Figment is synonymous with Epcot. He's a Disney character, but a Disney character that that is just from the parks. He's an original character. So with that said, I feel everybody who goes to Epcot should meet Figment in some way, shape, or form. If you're not familiar with, with Epcot, you need to know the little guy with two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer. He's a lovable fellow. He is. All right. So, Joe, what's your secondary? Okay, real quick. I just want to ask you about something real quick. Go ahead. What do you, what do you think would be a greater... What would be a more popular attraction if you took the current Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, but instead that was a figment imagination themed coaster? Would that be more would that be more popular or would Guardians of the Galaxy be more popular? Unfortunately, I have to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so here's here's my thinking on this. Again. No one knows who Figment is. Well, yes and no. They, no people, one outside of the Disney community exactly. knows who Figment is. Enough people know about Figment for the fact that all of his uh, likeness is used on all of the merchandise for both the Flower and Garden Food and Wine Festival. But with that said, Guardians of the Galaxy has some punch behind it, and it's something that can draw people in. So, unfortunately, as much as I love Figment, I have to go with my business sense. And Guardians of the Galaxy just works better in that way. All right. I was just curious about that. I don't uh, like I it, but... No, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, I think it would be pretty cool. But I'm going to give you a break from talking. Thank you. Uh, so I'm going to say my secondary attraction, and uh, Chuckles had already said it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Living with the Land Pavilion. Uh, our friend Mike Purcell does the voiceover for that. Um, so, yes, I'm going to say Living with the Land. Uh, that is an original attraction. Yes, the cast member doesn't do the spiel anymore. Mike does it. But it's still an original attraction. I think it's still pretty cool that you still see how they, even though those techniques are not really, you know, cutting edge, growing things hydroponically, uh, it's just it's just cool to see things just growing that close. Be like, oh, that's how a, you know, bananas are bunched up, or that's how whatever rice is grown, and or the sustainable fish, or whatever, you know, they, you can see. It's cool to see it up close. Uh, it's a cool ride. I got to... Uh, uh, Object on that one. Things are you still growing hydroponically. No, they no. I, I said they are, but it's not a new technique. There was a lot of stuff 
down the block from me being grown hydroponically. That is true too. There's a lot of it's yeah. a lot of that being grown in local neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but D- Dave, what was uh, <laughs> grown down the block from you? Just curious. Um, some type family friendly yeah. shows. Family friendly show. Some type of plants. So anyway, um, but yes, uh, I just I like living with the land. I think it's a great attraction. It's a nice long attraction, so it definitely gives you a break from. You know, it's not you're on not on the attraction for two minutes. You're on there for a good amount of time. Um, there's never a huge wait. You can always get a fast pass for it. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with living with the land. And I think it's something that it's still the edu edutainment aspect that is pretty much almost dead in Epcot. So for a first time guest, that's just something to say, hey, this is what Epcot used to be. Uh, you can learn something while kind of seeing something pretty cool. It's being funny. edutained. So yeah, so that's what I would say. It's funny, my uh, friend and I were in Epcot on Saturday and we had a fast pass for living with the lands. And there was a five minute wait. And everybody was just walking on. We're like, we're not even going to hit our bracelets to go around and walk around the wall when we can go straight onto the boat. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot more than it should. Yeah, You're so, such a rebel, Dave. So we changed we changed it in line to uh, Nemo, so we wouldn't have to go on that long queue either. Hmm. Yeah, it takes long to walk through that queue. Yeah, yeah, that's the longest part of the queue. Yeah. Chuck, what do you got? Not to. So, mine's gonna be pretty interesting it's not going to be nemo but it is going to be the living seas um ignore the ride go to the left walk in through the gift shop and spend some time in the aquarium you can learn a lot from there that is kind of the quintessential edutainment um portion of it i mean the seas with nemo and friends portion of the ride is kind of inconsequential it's fun it's enjoyable go ahead if there's no wait which there never is but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to say we're going to the uh, the actual tanks and that exhibit. Now, I've done the um, one of the backstage tours there. Uh, not the one where you scuba, but the one where you snorkel with a scuba tank, which is a lot of fun. We'll talk about that on an upcoming show, I think. Um, but that... That pavilion is so cool. That is, I believe, another original pavilion... Um, and it's the only one that hasn't been completely killed off by WDWN. Oh, nope, they did. They did kill that. Well, it's unconfirmed at this point. So I would still say go to the, uh, the Seas Pavilion and do everything in there. Like, I'm not picking one attraction. I'm not saying go to Turtle Talk with Crush. I'm saying do everything in there. And if you have kids, kids love looking at fish. You go see the manatees. Yeah, cool. go see the manatees. There's, Actually, uh, take some time in that pavilion. Like my wife and I did that, where you get you get off, you know, the seas ride, and people just like mm-hmm. run out. It's like stop and look around. Walk upstairs. It's like cast members in there that know a ton about the you know, manatees and the fish that are in the tank. And I don't know if there's still dolphins in there. I'm not sure. There are. They they're... have three in the pod. Yeah, they have three dolphins. And they there have you two. Go. Mon- I mean, they so... have two mon- manatees. Uh, little Joe and uh, Lou. Yep. There you go. So, lots to see. People just breeze by it. So, yeah. Which is which is a shame. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, what's next after the? Um, uh, I think we're gonna do some uh, what uh, restaurants, right? 
We'll do some. We can do some restaurants, or we can do some oh, snacking. Yeah, let's do a meal. Let's, let's, yeah, do, let's do a meal. Okay, so it's lunchtime. Let's do a meal. All right, so we're gonna give Joe first dinner a first crack here because he hasn't got one yet. All right, so mine is going to be. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, there's a theme with uh, what I've picked, but I'm staying in a land pavilion. I'm going Garden Grill. Uh, Garden Grill mm-hmm. is a lot of people don't. I mean, first of all, breakfast, lunch, dinner, all it's all family style. The characters all come to you. Um, either just the restaurant rotates, so that's kind of a interest. Actually, the way when the restaurant rotates, it kind of makes you under like where it makes you realize where you actually are in your meal. It's like, oh, I started here, and once you rotate all the way around, you should be done eating. It, it's the food is actually really good. I think the food's for the value is pretty good. Uh, dinner is I'm looking at the Chippendales Harvest Dinner. Dinner's like 52 bucks, includes sales tax. You get 20% off with tables of Wonderland, 10% off with AP discount. Um, the food is really good. Turkey breast, pot roast, carved pork with apple chunny. It's kind of like a, you know, Thanksgiving type meal. Anytime you can get pot roast, I'm down with. All right. Pot roast is awesome. Uh, mashed potatoes, uh, mac and cheese is awesome. They got vegetables. The berry shortcake is excellent. Um, usually you're super stuffed at the end of the meal, but the service is, is good. The characters come right to you. They'll, they'll take as much time at your table as you want. You don't have to go running. Um, like you do have like chef, chef Mickey's or some of these other places where you're at your table, but there people are coming by your table. Like it's, it's very well controlled. At least to my experience, it's well controlled. Um, uh, I just think it's an overall great meal. Um, the fact that the restaurant rotates is kind of something, it's not too many of those. That's kind of old school eighties, but the rotating restaurants. Uh, but yeah, I, it's one of the restaurants that Jen and I have kind of discovered recently. I've been there a couple times for breakfast and dinner. Uh, with with my brother and uh, my niece and nephew, my sister in law, my parents, um, so it's one that's kind of been on our list lately. And uh, I think it's almost believe it, I'm going to say this, and I can't believe I'm saying this. It's almost I think overtaking Ohana for quality. I've had I just had another bad experience at Ohana recently, and I've never had a bad experience at this meal. And we've already made ADRs for Garden Grill over Ohana for our next trip because Ohana was just that bad. So uh, that's why I kind of bumped it up in status. So yeah, I'm going with Garden Grill. Love it. Never had a bad meal there. Home home style. It's heavy food. So it might not be the best thing on a hot 95 degree day, but you know what? I love it. So. All right, Chuck, what about you? I am going to go to the Mexico Pavilion because I'm going to sit down as well. And I'm going to uh, La Hacienda. But I'm going to do it later in the evening so you can view uh, illuminations from inside. The food there is very, very good, and the atmosphere with the large picture windows that they have is fantastic. Um, Heather and I went there April, I think. I don't remember if it was April or November. Um, and, and I had a very, very good meal. Heather, not a, not the world's biggest fan of Mexican, but she did actually enjoy my leftovers for the food um, more than the chicken that she got. Um so the food is very good. You just got it. You cannot order too much food because I ordered the uh, the corn soup or whatever it is, the corn tortilla soup. It was delicious. But my God, was I full after that. I did not finish the soup and I still had an entire meal to eat. So that made it very tough. Don't fill up on the chips, kids. That's where they get you. No soup for you. No, no, I, I, I had the soup. That I know, I know. First thing that came to my head when you no said No chips right. for you. Dave, what about you? I am going to go to my hands-down favorite restaurant in Epcot. 
and electric umbrella. No, <laughs> I'm going right down World Showcase. I'm going to go to the right, and I'm going to go over the bridge past France and turn into Morocco. And You're going to see the belly dancer, aren't you? Of course I am. I'm going to Restaurant Marrakesh because there's a couple things about this place. One, there's a great photo opportunity outside. Uh, but it's a family show, so we won't talk about that. Two, the food is delicious and it's exotic. A lot of people are not familiar with Middle Eastern food. You're in Epcot. You're experiencing new cultures. You're experiencing new things. This is the time to be bold. Try something different. They can uh, make the spice level, American spice level, so that uh, you can uh, enjoy it, but not have too much of a uh, bit out of your comfort zone. But, you know, if you have good Mexican by you, don't go to a Mexican restaurant. Try some, you're, you're in Epcot. The whole idea of the World Showcase is to learn about new cultures. So if you have a good Chinese restaurant by you, don't go to Nine Dragons. Go somewhere where you really haven't been able to experience the food. So out of all of the places, Restaurant Marrakesh probably gives the most, uh, I guess, adventure. It is an underrated restaurant. There are people always in it, but it's not full to capacity where you can always walk up and get a spot into it. So I would definitely go over there. And yes, there is some entertainment and there is a uh, nice uh, show with a belly dancer that everybody does like to watch, myself included, at least three times during the meal. But yeah, Restaurant Marrakesh. All right. Okay, I accept that. So let's go to a diversion now. Is that what we want to do? Because we just ate. We don't need another snack yet. Yeah, so we're going to go with one diversion for now. Split it up with a snack. Because <laughs> snacks, right? And then do another diversion. Was it one um, snack or two? One snack. Diversion, okay, snack, diversion. I, I think. like it. Right? Yeah, that yep. sounds about right. Diversion so, number one. Uh, we're going to go to me because Joe went first last time. On My first di- diversion is going to be the uh, the Fountain of Nations. Now, how long that is for this world is kind of disappointing and sad. However, for the time being, I would absolutely say do it. It's, I believe, made by the same folks that made the Bellagio Fountain. Someone correct me. I'm not 100% sure about know. that. Okay, well, I'm going to say it as a fact and just hope for the best. Um, but the music in synchronization with that fountain is fantastic not only that when epcot opened each of the 11 countries well not 11 countries at that time but each of the countries that were represented brought water um from their homeland and poured it into the fountain the countries that were added later also did the same so it is truthfully an opening day attraction that really embodies an and symbolizes what Epcot was with all the nations coming together for a global world's fair that is never going anywhere, not just a food and wine festival. Um, But not only that, I mean, it's fantastic to watch. I mean, you have, uh, depending on which way you're looking, if you're looking towards World Showcase, um, you have the view of the American Pavilion. If you're looking at it from the back half, you're 
it's framed perfectly to Spaceship Earth. So the view is fantastic. I do wish they would still let you get up on that little platform there, but, you know, lawsuits. Um, but it, it, it doesn't really degrade from anything. And if you want to watch it from an elevated point, go over to Fountain View and watch it from there. Um, you don't have to get anything from Starbucks. I wouldn't recommend it. I would, however, recommend you go get some Joffrey's um, just outside of uh, World Showcase and bring it back. Um, but yeah, Fountain of Nations all the way. Joe, like, what about you? I like that yeah, one. I mean, yeah, I definitely, it's going to be missed when it goes. Um, I hope they actually keep some of the water, by the way, because they only have like the water from like all seven continents or something like that. Well, had you was, been listening, you would have heard me say that. Well, I'm sorry. I literally just went to go get a drink. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I took off my headphones. Crap. All right. Anyway, see, this is live podcasting at the time. So, all right. I'm just going to go to mine um, since I will can stop embarrassing myself for missing that point. Uh, so my dis uh, dis diversion is going to be something that our very own Dave Koch had introduced me to. And it's something the whole family can enjoy as well as grown adults as myself and Dave did. And that is Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. And this is actually something that you don't even have to pay extra for. In Walt Disney World, which is nice. There's a lot of upcharges for different things. Uh, but if you don't know this, replaced Kim Possible's uh, World Showcase Adventure back in like 2012 or whatever it was. But uh, it's based off uh, Phineas and Ferb, uh, the television show on the Disney Channel. And you kind of go around to all the different countries. And you, at the time, they used to give you flip phones, but I believe they discontinued that. Now you just use your own smartphone. Correct. You just, you just log into a specific website. And you literally go around to all the different, not all, there's probably a handful of countries, Dave. What is like four or five, maybe? Um, I feel About like that. Yeah, I feel like I've done the same too, like over and over. But, um, and it, on the website, it says it takes about 30 to 45 minutes duration. It takes much longer than that because by the time you actually go and do everything and walk to the different countries, it, it's going to take a little bit longer than 30 minutes. But, however, really cool things. It's actually fun to see the, uh, as you're completing the missions, the, reactions to other park guests who are like, what is this guy doing? And you're making things happen and you're solving the problems and the puzzles. And they're not really very difficult to puzzles. Uh, I'm not really smart and I can even solve them. Uh, but interacting also with the cast members involved, it's 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 a lot of fun. I can't believe I went to Epcot all those years and never actually did it. Uh, hung out with Dave a few years back in the parks and we actually went and did it. And it's not for everybody because I tried to do this with my wife and she was not having it. But um, we had a ton of fun doing it and uh, haven't finished the whole thing yet. However, uh, it's a great diversion. Uh, if lines are long, uh, if you don't feel like, you know, if you just want to walk around and see World Showcase, but not like just you want to see more of World Showcase than just walking around the promenade on, on the facade itself, you definitely dive into the countries uh, and look for things that you normally probably wouldn't look for if you were That's just walking around. That's what I around. love about it. You actually yeah, have you to really, really have look to... at the... Uh details within the pavilion yes and hang on there is one country that not only do you have to look for details you have to interact with the cast members there's yes. actually two now oh there's two now yes. we're not gonna um, give them, gonna give them no away. we're not gonna give it away however heather did do that we did do this on our last trip um and we went to the cast member heather said the thing to the person at the place and they went what are you talking about really? we looked around like she repeated it, repeated it again. She's like, hey, let me let me get someone. And then walked back in like two seconds laughing, saying, oh, I love doing that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was 
mortifying at the time, but I didn't say it. So, you know, that but is absolutely it, hilarious. Uh, it used to be three, it used to be three places great. because they used to be able to play in Norway. And you used to be oh, able that's... to uh, go up to the guys at uh, what was the one uh, Maelstrom and say Vikings Maelstrom. are all the rage. That's no longer the case. So. But I definitely think it's it's a good it's I think it's a very good diversion for Epcot, very underrated, um, and everybody can play. It doesn't matter if you're young, old, if you're in a stroller, you're in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter. Everybody can play. Everybody can go along, um, and it's free. <laughs> so. Not wrong with that. So, Dave, what is your diversion? Okay, mine is going to include some air conditioning. Oh. We are going to go to an original, original attraction in Epcot, and we are going to take some time and enjoy the music and enjoy the pristine uh, views. Are you going to a bathroom? Countryside, because we're going to Impressions the Falls. I okay. uh, lived in France for a, a summer of 2012. I have a great affinity for the nation because of that. So it kind of takes me back to that summer every time I uh, go and see that movie. It's about maybe a 20-minute movie or so, but you get air conditioning, comfortable seating. It's the only one one of the movies there that you could actually sit down. Usually I've seen it so many times, so I usually just go in and take a little nap. But, uh, Wait, you're wrong. What? You can sit down in the American Adventure. Movies, I said. And it's a movie portion of it. A very small movie part of it. That. It's still a movie. <laughs> it's not technically an original attraction, Dave. That's the same film from the opening, isn't it? Yes. It's. Ah. The, it's. It was an opening and day attraction. Again, so Joe, it was an original. Had you been listening? Yeah. It's, it was an original original attraction because it was it's some, an original. Yeah. Am I just not paying attention tonight? That, I, I it kept, was original kept... and as far as our definition, our meaning Chuck and I, and original based on your definition. So this one clicks all the boxes. All right. I'm just having an off night tonight, right, guys. So I'm we sorry. get some snacks? Yes, I'm yeah, hungry. I think Joe needs a snack. I need a little pick-me-up. All right. Well, I'm going to go over I'm gonna go over to uh, Yakitori House in uh, the... Uh, Japanese pavilion, and I am going to get myself a frozen beer. Because beer, because Florida, because heat, because refreshing. All right. There are no complaints. Well, Dave, I am going to uh, pass you by as uh, you go to Japan. I'm going back to France, and I'm going to... Here we go. La Boulangerie La Artisan no. des Glaces. Oh, good. Swing and a miss. But yeah. Good. Well, we I'm know where French, you're going. So. Yeah, you go. So I'm going to yeah, going to the uh, French ice cream shop in the back. And uh, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... Did you have said that with any more of a Jersey accent? Yeah, how you doing? So uh, <laughs> I would go get a... Give me some macaroons. A macaroon ice cream sandwich. Yeah, can uh, I get that macaron? Each. So, uh, yeah, chocolate or seasonal macaroon ice cream sandwich. And it's also a Disney dining plan credit as well. So you can use it as a snack as well. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going for. It's, that's probably one of the more underrated ice cream shops in Walt Disney World. Everybody always talks about, you know, uh, uh, the Plaza ice cream shop, which is just mm-hmm. 80s. <laughs> but this is actually like, I think legitimately like homemade, I believe. Right, Dave? This is like uh, homish. A homish. It's not 80s, but it's, uh, it's really uh, good. Actually, theme park made. It's not a oh, home. It's pretty. 
it's pretty good. So, uh, and it's in the back, and not a lot of people know about it. So a lot of cool things in the back of that France pavilion on that little street. It's not just a perfume shop. There's like that big bakery back there and this place. So um, if you're just cruising by on the promenade, you're going to miss all this. So take a walk in the back of France back there. I'm sure once Ratatouille opens up, it's going to be a mess back there. Um, but get yeah. it while you can. Get it while you can. But yeah, this is seriously uh, a great snack. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the macaroon ice, macaroon ice cream sandwich. I really well, wish they would get rid of that perfume shop. It smells like a French. Never mind. No, oh, Dave. Oh, boy. Um, I'm actually going to go with you, Joe, but I'm not getting the macaroon. Okay. Um, I'm going to get the brioche sandwich with the ice cream in the mi- middle. I like that. You're buying. Uh, no. What? Yeah, I'm buying mine. <laughs> I have right. Dave's credit card. All right. It's fine. Um, it's delicious. I mean, the, the contrast between the um, the warm brioche and then the ice cream in the middle is such a treat. And it's a lot lighter than you would think it is. So it's perfect to eat in a uh, Florida hot summer spring day. But you got to eat it quickly because it's still ice cream. But you know why, Chuck, those are always fun, too, is because those, you know, the macaroon and the brioche, like, that's not something you get every day at home. Well, you know? here's the thing. There is so a it's, place. It's different. There is a place in Buffalo on Hurdle Avenue uh, called Poutine and Cream. So you can guess what they sell. Um, but they have this thing called a sticky bun, which is funny. Um and they make this exact sandwich, the the brioche with the ice cream. It's so good. But it's um, like, and they also sell poutine. It's like one place out of how many? You know what I'm saying? It's not just Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I told you the the place that to, you have to go to get yeah. it. it. There's no other place. Oh, wait. Um, wait, wait. Can I change my answer? I, I mean, we're going to. I mean, we could get a second snack because yeah. I have a second answer. Okay. Well, if we're staying in the French pavilion. Might as well uh, go with a uh, Grand Marnier slush. I yeah. accept this, yeah. Yeah, my wife likes that. Or the, the, the Grey Goose Grey, Grey slushies, yes. Yep. I'm more of the Grand Marnier kind of guy, but... I'm more of the, can I go get a beer? Well, that's usually how I am, but uh, Joe actually turned me on to this drink. Okay. It's, a, it's always a staple for my wife. Like she always, we actually have a friend of ours who uh, we will always send him a picture of the stand where they sell those. And I will get an alert on my phone where I've been Venmoed or PayPal'd money to buy slushies. And then he wants pictures of us drinking at Epcot. Well, that's an interesting. Yeah. He's also a DVC member. So he's like a Disney nut like we are. But yeah, he, we literally just take the picture and I will have money PayPal to me. He I wish I had a friend like that. I'll tell you, he's awesome, my buddy. <laughs> I think he just gets a joy out of it, seeing a smile, drinking the Grand Marnier and the Grey Goose slushies. All right. Well, seeing that Dave picked a, a second snack, I'm going to pick a, a very specific snack because, oh, wait, I'm, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. Uh, it's festival season coming up soon. So I'm going to the Canada Festival Festival booth, and I don't know what they're calling it this year, but I'm getting the uh, cheddar cheese soup. From the Canada Festival booth and a, a Moosehead Logger. Radler, excuse me. Moosehead Radler. Um, it's one stop, so it counts as one thing. I can accept um, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like I'm not making an extra trip, but the cheddar cheese soup is fantastic, and this moosehead radler is very, very good. But the issue is you have to get it early in the season because by the time food and wine um the race runs, it's already sold out. They don't get enough of it, unfortunately. But I have seen the cooler where they keep all this stuff, and there is a lot of beer in there. 
Well, if I have to come up with one last one, and I wasn't prepared with a second one. However, I don't know the name of this place. I'm trying to find it real quick as we're doing this, but... What country? In Germany, it's the place that has all of the Werther stuff in it. Kamakuch. Yes, anything from there. Yes. I love that place. And I love Werther's original. I love anything caramel or caramel, everyone pronounce it, wherever you're from in the country of the world. That place is awesome. Yes, it is. So yeah, anything in there, amazing. Now, quick fun never... fact. Are you guys aware that the uh, Werther's original uh, Christmas uh, commercials are shot at Epcot in that? I really? Yep. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Can we get a fact check on this? Fact check department. Seriously. Go on to one of the uh, YouTubes and uh, find one of the old commercials. It's it's Epcot. That's pretty cool. Yep. Thank you for knowing the name of that Karma Kush. Karma Kush? Yes, Karma Kush. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, Karma Kush. I just I know how to get there. I just always. I think I called it, it something so. else accidentally. Through the door. Uh, that was me actually. Uh, but yeah, I think I remember it because of the uh, cool name. All right. With that said. We have one last diversion, yes, right? Yes, we have one last diversion. Show. So, uh, Joseph, I'm going to let you go. All right. So since I'm in Germany and I'm going to enjoy this while it's still there because I believe it could possibly be being removed because of a future pavilion that might go there. But I'm going to go with the little German town with the train set. Ooh, that's that, a good one. That thing, let me tell you something. The level of detail in that model set. First of all, I'm surprised at like, how well it's sustained the Florida weather, central Florida weather all these years. Um, if you ever look very closely at that train, as different festivals and times of the year happen, the cast, whoever takes care of that train set and town will actually decorate the town and put little banners up and stuff. It's so cool how they do that. They will actually add and subtract to the town set uh, during what either what festivals are going on or what time of the year it is. I just think it's amazing how like this little town just functions. The train runs in and out of the mountains and do the... It's just really cool. I could sit there for like 10, 15 minutes and just watch this thing run. It's just people walk by. It's like stop and look around for five minutes and just take a look at how cool this thing is. I had a train growing up. Um, I like those like legitimate like Lionel metal trains that are probably worth money now. And I don't know what my parents did with them all those years ago. But I used to love to set those things up. And I used to live by a train too. So watch New Jersey Transit run by my house all the time. So uh, always like trains. I just think it's a cool, it's a cool thing, and I think it's going away. If they do build this new Brazilian pavilion, possibly it's rumored to go in Epcot. That train set kind of goes into that pad, uh, per se. But uh, while it's there, stop and look for ten or fifteen minutes, or ten minutes at least, and just take a look at the detail in that set. It's really cool. So that's a great diversion. You heard it here, folks. Joe Quattrochi is from the other side of the tracks. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. And uh, Joe, I know that you uh, have a uh, strong dislike for children, but uh, one day you should submit to a background check and come with me to give kids the world. Because if you like train sets, you should see the amazing train set. They have a full room that uh, it's just trains that you can operate. It's the greatest thing ever. I got to show it to you. Yeah, if it's some of the pictures that you post, I maybe have seen it, but yeah, it's... I do need to get out there one day. Um, I do know it's a fantastic charity as my wife is involved with, obviously, uh, the NASCAR Foundation charity. Um, she knows well. She knows about them and how well they are operating and the good work that they do. So I definitely need to get out there. Haven't had the chance to yet, uh, but hopefully uh, 
Get out there with you, Dave, and some of the Mickey dudes, and you can show us the ropes how to give kids the world. Awesome. It was just there last night. And I'm going back tomorrow. All right. So with that said, Chuck, what about you? So I'm going to go to a diversion that's shockingly no one has picked yet. I'm seeing Illuminations. That's that's not a diversion. That's like that's a diversion. You could watch that as you're just walking around. Yeah, I'm gonna. I I have to. I have to give it to him. I could. I could put that as an e track e ticket. I could put it as a diversion. That you one, can put it as an yeah. e ticket if and only if you use the fast pass for it. That one fits in all sorts of categories. So I'm gonna have. To, I'm Except gonna have snack. to go. I'm gonna have to uh, vote on vote with Chuck. And actually, I hate to say it, but Chuck is right. All right, I'll allow it. Like, this is something you can actually just walk up to see. Like, it can be 8.59, and you can walk up and see it. That's true. I would consider that a diversion. I mean, it by no means is if it's the first time you're seeing it, if it's the last time you're seeing it. If you really need to see it, don't do that. See, I'm thinking diversions are like things you have to go out of the way that that aren't listed in the park guides. You know what I'm saying? No, not necessarily. These are just, like, filler type things. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right. And that, that can fill time, right? Yeah. It'll fill good 13 minutes, right? 12 minutes? Well, at that God, point, shows. you can't be riding rides anymore because they shut down when the show starts, so. That show is so, it's, I'm really hoping, you know, I know when Wishes went away, I was kind of really sad, but I've really grown to like Happily Ever After. Fantastic soundtrack. Happily Ever After, it's awesome. Um, I'm really hoping that, I know we're getting a filler show before we get the, main Epcot show, but man, I hope it's good because I love Illuminations. God, well, I, I kind of hope the filler show is good, too, because Epcot Forever sounds fantastic. You know what's going to happen is that show's going to be awesome, and they're going to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. But not before selling farewell merchandise. Of course. Of course. But of course, yes. They just figured out how to double up on their farewell merchandise. I will say this, though, speaking of merchandise, uh, after packing up all of my stuff from New Jersey, like 95% of it and moving it to Florida and having the other stuff getting ready to go to Virginia, I realized I have way too much like stuff I don't wear. I, I'm really not buying any more merch if I don't have to. Oh, you should talk to my wife about the clothes that I don't wear. It's just, I have so many Disney t-shirts. I need yeah. to get rid of some and then buy some from our new friends. Yeah, but you can't get rid of them. I mean, like they're nostalgia based. Well, yeah. But anyways, uh, Illuminations is a diversion. Dave, what's your diversion? Okay, so I am going to go over to the Mexico Pavilion. And I'm going to hmm. stand outside the gift shop. And I'm going to wait for Mariachi Cobre to come out. And Oh, nice. Well done. They do two shows now. They have their original show with uh, all of their beautiful Spanish songs, which is a great show to watch. But they also do a bonus show where they tell the story of Coco. And this is an amazing little uh, piece of Disney art. Uh, each of yes. the each of the uh, members uh, takes the lead on the song. They tell the story as the song fits into the story. So if you're a fan of Coco and the music in Coco, it just it's pure joy. And at the end, Miguel makes an appearance, and everybody has a smile on their face. True. Not always. That is weather dependent. Yeah. As we found out in April. Gotcha. But now, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, our friends from uh, La Cava del, del Tequila, didn't they tell us that the some of the cast members in that mariachi bin are original they, from Epcot's opening? There are, I think, maybe two or three. That There's are, a few yes. of them still there from day one. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. 
That's pretty cool. It might now. It might be down to one now. I I think, but I believe there is still people that are. Original. That's still like thirty-seven years. Yes, thirty-six, thirty-seven years. That's amazing. Yep. They should be legacy cast members. And I'm sure they, they are. always. Yeah, but they always draw a great crowd. I mean, between the mariachi band and then I forgot the guy. And this is a great one too. This is a bonus one. The guy that comes out in the Italian pavilion, uh, the busker. Oh, um, Sergio. Yes, yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome too. See, so he those freaks are like me out. I I hate clowns. He's good so though. I see him. I just want to punch him in the face. Ah, uh, come on, man. He's awesome. I, dude. I he's hate awesome. clowns. I'm just not a clown he, person. He draws a great crowd too, though. So, excellent choice. Um, I will say that I. I occasionally have to travel a pretty good distance for work, like four or five hours, six hour drives. Someone may put on a uh, YouTube video in the car face down on the seat next to me. So I can't actually watch the video safe driving kids um, and just listen to that because the mariachi Cobra is, is fantastic with the frozen or ex- with the. Uh, uh, Coco, I just lost the movie. Coco. Yes, thank you. Frozen is taking over everything with the Coco scene and without like I would watch that time and time again. And I have. Thanks to YouTube, youtube.com slash YouTube. Is that a thing? Probably not. No, no, it's not. All right. And before we talk about where we can uh, be found on the various interwebs, Saratoga Joe. I do it over I do have a. I do have a best bet for this week's uh, best bet with Saratoga Joe. So give yourself um, your music. Do you want me to give myself my music? Yes, do so. It's post time. All right, so my – God, that's bad. My best bet uh, this week with Saratoga Joe is as I just returned from a – a few weeks back from a uh, Disney staycation where my wife and I and some of our friends stayed at Saratoga Springs. Uh, we actually did like zero park time. I think we went in for to Magic Kingdom the one night for dinner at Be Our Guest to do the dinner experience. We had never done that before. Besides that, we were in the parks zero times. Hung out by the pools, uh, went to the spa, did a lot of Disney Springs. Uh, it was actually very, very relaxing. Um, our own Mickey Do Michael did the same thing recently. So if you just want a relaxing adult weekend away, Saratoga Springs, or even Old Key West, but Saratoga Springs is the place. We spent so much time at night in Disney Springs. It was awesome uh, being so close to it. So my tip this week is if you're spending a lot of time at Disney Springs, um, honestly, I know we've talked about this before that you could take the boat from Saratoga from the main uh, lobby area building to the boat dock. But realistically, we did both. It's just super, it's just a lot faster just to walk. If you're able to, and it's not a big deal, just walk to Saratoga Springs, grab yourself a road soda, a beer from your room, whatever, even get one from like the main lobby and just walk there because it seemed like every time we went to catch the boat, we missed it and we just ended up waiting. So just my tip is, is, I mean, if you're not in a rush, you sit there and wait for the boat, but honestly, it's a very quick ride. Just walk to Disney Springs. It's so much faster. Um, That's my tip. Just don't waste your time waiting around for the boat. It's just a short trip. Just walk there. So, and you know, it's, it's an, if it's a nice night out, you have a drink while you're walking, nobody's going to bust your chops about it because you're on Disney property. It's just a nice, relaxing walk along the path, along the water. That's my best bet. Just walk to Disney Springs. Just don't even worry about the boat. That's my bet. That's my best bet this week with Saratoga Joe. Love Saratoga Springs. Great staycation. Awesome. 
And let's go around and tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. I can be found on Twitter and on uh, Instagram at Figments Reality. Joe, where are you? I'm on Twitter, Joe Claude Instagram. And you can also find me uh, over at the resortloop.com DBC Roundtable Show. And Chuck, you rescued me before because I could barely breathe. So I'm going to ask you to take us out. Tell us where you can be found. Tell us where you can find the Mickey dudes. And bid well, the, bid shouldn't the you tell us first? Today. Adieu. And bid our friends adieu. Okay. Well, didn't shouldn't you tell us where you can be found, Dave? I did already. If you were you listening. Did. Now, well, now I feel like Joe. Um, so I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. You can find all of us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes, and on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I would also recommend following that uh, account. Very soon, Michael's going to H2O Glow. Yeah, Saturday, Friday. Yes, uh, Saturday. By the time you're listening to this, it will be two days away, and there will be a ton of new and live coverage from the Mickey dudes at the H2O Glow Confession. Nights. So go. I went on Saturday night. I did not uh, broadcast the thing. Well, David. Reason being is because I was at a water park and. I was going on slides and splashdown pools, and I wasn't going to bring my phone. Anyways, thank you all for joining us this evening or this afternoon or whatever time you're listening to this. We hope we all see you all next week, and yeah, have a good time. I, got, I really got to think of a catchphrase to close out this show, because have a good time is not acceptable. Have a magical day. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon